What's going on, everybody? And welcome back to the greatest gaming podcast on the internet, the Aussie Lags Games Cast for episode 85. Yeah. Uh, yeah, for Friday, the 27th of the 5th, 2022. Happy everyone, Kenobi Day, everybody. I'm joined, as always, by my brother from another mother, the Chewbacca of my heart, Solo, the man with the plan, Jack Gibbs. How you doing, buddy? I am doing very well on this Friday, mate. How you doing? I am doing... <laughs> Just the best, mate. Just the have, best. Have you watched the first couple of episodes? I did. I watched them the second they went live today. I watched them the second they went live. Very nice. Um, uh, worth, worth watching? Uh, okay. This is... Yeah, okay. So, I already know. Okay. <laughs> Having just come off Halo, um, I was I was very excited for everyone, but also very worried that it was going to be like thought of the same way. Like, uh, attacked by fans is probably the easiest way to say it. Yeah. Look, this show is not perfect. But by God, is it, was it a good time? I enjoyed every minute of it. This is the first time we watch these Marvel shows. We watch Halo. We watch all this stuff. This is legitimately the first time when I finished watching it where I had goosebumps. I had a tear in my eye and I wish they dumped it all in one go. I yeah. want to, I want to binge this show. Yeah. Oh, I want to binge this show. I don't want to wait week to week for this show. I, I, I have this incessant. I need it. You know what I mean? I need it for me to be able to get through the rest of my week. Like I need this show. I enjoyed it so, so much. It hit on so much of the things I love about Star Wars. Uh, sure, it created some plot holes. It created some questions. I'm not going to sit here and say that Obi Wan Kenobi is the greatest bit of Star Wars content we've ever gotten, but I will sit here and say it's probably the greatest bit of Star Wars content I've ever gotten. I, I, I love it. I think it was, I, I enjoyed it a lot, especially being like, like I was 10 years old when, when episode three came out and that was the last time I seen you and McGregor as Obi-Wan Kenobi, my Obi-Wan Kenobi. So when I sat down today and the show started and he started talking and it was all going on, I felt like, I felt like 10 years old again. And it was just so, so good to just sit there and and enjoy the star Wars that I love, that I grew up with. So I I had a a great day. (laughs) I had a great day at Star Wars celebration on this weekend. We're getting even more information about star Wars shows and stuff coming soon. And I've got my fingers crossed that by the end of this weekend, we will know about Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order 2, whatever it's going to be called. Ooh, okay. I, I feel like we're going to see something uh, for that one. Um, but yeah, no, no, um, yeah, no not, a, not a bad day for me. Mate. How was your day? Um, not as exciting, but uh, solved some problems <laughs> at work. So, I mean, you know. Mate, you're killing it. You're came killing out, it, mate. Came out, came out of the work week strong. You're bloody killing it. So we've been talking a lot about uh, Halo these last few weeks, and and you know it's time to get back to the to the centre of what this podcast is about. Jack, it, it brings me so much pleasure to ask you this question after feel what well, feels like so long, mate. What have you been playing this week? Oh no. Um, well, to bring us back to the centre of this podcast, we've been playing Apex this week. Wow, the other the other core pillar of this podcast. <laughs> Now, I've, I've spent most of my nights yeah, either playing Apex or I've been trying to improve the uh, load times on our website. So uh, that's a game in its own, in its own right. Um, the third pillar of this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so uh, Apex, uh, enjoying the new season. Um, I think we discussed a couple of weeks ago on the show uh, what the new rank season looks like. It's a lot more about teamwork and staying alive and things of that nature. Um, we suspected it would be in our favour. I'm not saying it's not, but it's definitely been a little tougher than I expected. We we are still Absolutely. on the cusp of silver one, gold four. 
Um, whereas typically a few weeks in, we'd be well into gold, which it, I know it doesn't sound too crazy, but these games are tougher. Like the amount of RP yep. that's on the line every single game is, you know, usually we would coast, not like, I don't want to say like, like I'm not trying to sound like uh, like we're the greatest players in the world, but we might be. Um, silver would usually be a bit of a coast, but silver was a challenge. Like that yeah. was like a game, every game. Um, and I think gold's going to be real tough. And I think getting to plat one, which is where, uh, sorry, not plat one, plat four, which is usually where we land, you know, a bit of plat three, plat four, hovering around that area. Uh, I think it's going to be a real bit of work to get there and possibly even a bit of work to stay there. Mm, so, absolutely. And, and do you know what? I'm fucking enjoying the challenge. I, uh, I think yeah. I'm, I'm enjoying it so much. And I don't know if that's because even when I... Like, I'm, I'm, I'm playing a lot of Fuse. I'm getting a lot of damage, not a lot of kills. So I'm still coming out of the games with really good participation RP, which is feeling great. And I think it's driving me to want to play more, want to get better, want to rank up more. And I don't know. I think I think my... You know, it was getting to the point last season where, like, you know, you, you put in your hardest effort for a couple of hours and it was sort of hard to keep it up. You know what I mean? Like, just... yeah to continuously go in and have to like make it to last five so anything matters um which is what we're doing now but it doesn't feel like there's a lot of burnout so i don't know only a few weeks in we've still got another three months of the season or or two and a half months or whatever so you know <laughs> we'll check yeah. in check back in over time but uh so far so good and um i think i said this as well a few weeks ago but the dmr being on the map oh, mate that might that might be more important than all the rank changes to be honest <laughs> Let me ask you, what have you been, play, been playing this week? Uh, well, funny you should ask. A lot of the same things you've been playing. <laughs> um, here's a little... Here, I'll talk about Apex and then I'll be like, story time. So Apex, 100% agree. I actually think that this season... I think this season we have played some of our best ranked games we've ever played before. And I think it comes down to the fact that the system has changed. It has been made harder and we're not as complacent as we were before. Cause I think it got to a point where we always felt like, Oh, when we get to platform, that's when the grind begins. Whereas the grind's begun super early. And I feel like this is us testing us. Like, are we platinum players? Like, let's get there. Let's see if we can get there. And then we can call ourselves that. And then we can worry about the next challenge, which has always been diamond. We're, where I feel like we are more on track to diamond now than we were before the rank changes, I feel. Like, just in our headspace, the way we play, the actual kills going on, I feel like nine times out of ten, it's pretty even across the board on, on kills, damage, what we're doing, how we're interacting with each other. I think we're all co making calls. We're all making good calls. We're all, we don't question each other hey, when someone says something some we do absolute it absolute fucking captain calls let me tell oh, you they've been great you're too kind you're too high but yeah i feel like i feel like but i feel like that's any one of us right whenever any one of us says something there's not that much debate because we trust one another and we know we've got to get it done which i i just find that's that makes playing ranked so much easier like i feel like that that just makes it a smoother ride all around to well, be honest i think the other thing that we've really improved on is like a quick sometimes a quick confident call is better than a great like a good confident quick call is better than a great humming and hiring analyzing for 30 seconds thinking yeah. about it walking back a little bit and then making a great call and then dying like sometimes yeah, yeah. a good call just going straight in you know if you're a little less confident about it you'll keep your gun up and you'll be more ready and I think I think that's faring well for us at the moment. Yeah, we're doing very well. And I agree with you. DMR back on the floor has now become my oh, secondary. Man, I, I noticed you picking that sniper up a lot more and I'm loving it. I, I app 
Okay, I, I like a sniper, but something about this season, it's just hitting with me, man. Whether it's a Sentinel a or a DMR. Yes, dude. Stormpoint is a great map for those like long distance shots. Whereas like like I But you can live with it three times though. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. That's the one I that's my preferred. If I have to go for like uh Oh that's right, yeah. Like a like a the two four. I'll do it, but three is like my preferred because it's that sort of halfway between long range and close range. Whereas like I, I, I'm confident that I can whip it out in a firefight and get one shot off for a shield break and then whip it back away. Like yep. it's, it's got that good, good feel, but storm point great for snipers. Probably like, it's just, I don't know. I don't know. Like this, this season, especially where I would place storm point in my like ranking of maps is like, it's it's up there. It's up there. I don't know if it's if it beats Kings Canyon, but it's up there. Um, I was yeah. on Reddit the other day, and uh, Kings Canyon doesn't seem that popular amongst the community. Yeah, people don't like it. People reckon Are people are fucking crazy. <sighs> people think it's not balanced enough. People think it's too small for oh, rank. Because we're, the, oh, we're in the rank. <laughs> games, you know? the, there's a lot of reasons out there. I think some of them might be legitimate, but then again, it also comes down to like Apex is one of those games that also varies in people's playstyle, right? So like our playstyle lends very well to Kings Canyon, whereas other people's mm. playstyles probably don't. That's a really good point. And I saw a lot in the Reddit threads, like a lot of people were like. Not a huge fan of King's Canyon unless it's season one or season zero, season two. Like a lot of people wanted to go back. Um, yeah, I, I would support knocking it back to season one or two. I would. I, yeah, I think as the map that's changed the most, it could probably use some like even like a legacy playlist that they keep. Like even if it's not in ranked, do a legacy playlist, and then if people are like like really only in that legacy playlist. Chuck it in ranked. Do a do, do a legacy rank season. You know what I mean? They had like they had the opportunity to do that back with um when Valkyrie was introduced. It was like they they like keyed that whole season up as like legacy. Wasn't that what it was called? Uh, there was a season called Legacy. Yeah, yeah. I think it was Valkyrie season. They could have done that where they just like chuck two maps, uh, like put the two first maps in rank rotation, but do the original maps. And I feel like that would have gone off like gangbusters. But who knows? Maybe they can do that for like. They have done some of those two-week events where they bring back, like, the old Kings Canyon. So I just want to do it more. They should do it more, I think. I think it would credit is due. The leaks look like they're bringing back Skelltown. Like, in the lore, they're rebuilding Skelltown. That would be be cool. That would help. That would be cool. Here's my thing. Here's my thing. Bring back Skelltown well. Don't bring back back something that's brand new and shit and then just name it Skulltown. No, no, the the leaks look like they actually rose Skulltown back out of the sea. Oh, wow. But the leaks had like a concrete wall around it instead of the cliffs. I don't know if that was just like placeholder. The game developers have gone, hey, there's going to be a wall here. Or if it's like the construction site, I've put a concrete wall around the construction site. Interesting. But I'm worried I'm worried it's going to be a half-constructed Skulltown. Like they're still literally building the beams and walls and whatever. So... I'm with you. I hope it's restored to like 99%. Yeah, 100%. I, I, I agree. I, 100% to your 90%. I agree. I, I uh, Yeah, I, I think that'll be good. But yeah, Apex, still going good. Still loving it. And it is the reason for what I'm about to say now. I have been terrible. Terrible, I feel, this year. Like, I've been dipping my toes into a lot of games and not seeing them through all the way to the end. And that, that yeah. that's killing me. I'm like... I really wanted to 100% the Lego Lego Star Wars Skybox Saga by now because I wanted to do a review after I'd 100% done it, being like, I've done all of it. It is an amazing game. And I still intend to do that. Like, that is my goal. I want 100% it. I'm 
astronomically close. Like I'm so on the cusp of it. So I, I'm going to finish that, but that's really the only game this year where I've sat down and powered through. Um, like I haven't even played Forbidden West yet because I played the first one again and I still love the first one. So, so many things are going on. You're going to enjoy the second one. <laughs> oh, I'm looking forward to it. I'm only, I'm only um, like one act in. Oh, I haven't even played Ratchet and Clank. Like, yeah, I, I'm, I'm, I'm just having the worst time, and I want to, and I, and going into the second half of this year, it's a bit of a dry spell right now for games. We are about to have the sort of like quote unquote E3 of the year. Hopefully that'll get like get me hyped for some stuff at the end of the year, which will make me want to play more games. I feel like we've got four months and we need to fucking use it. Hundred percent. Which brings me on to a problem. So I play multiverses <laughs> over the weekend. That's a really good game. It's a free-to-play game, and it's a lot of fun. And looked, I can looked, see myself getting eaten away by this game. Watching you play it on Twitch, it looked funner than it had any right to. And it I don't mean that with any criticism. Really it just, just looked a bit like a DS game from, from the outside. I don't yeah, mean that perfect, either. perfect. It's like, it's, like a, it's like a Smash clone where you would go... Hmm. Like hmm, an iPad. This game. does just as good as Smash. Like <laughs> it feels great. It's really cool. So multiverse is for people who've forgotten, which was a leaked game, then a revealed game. Now it's just kind of here in alpha form, and like it's sort of just come into existence in a way. Like I don't, I don't feel like this game was ever foretold by the gaming gods. Like it just I sort think, of came into existence. I think this is a perfectly well executed example of under promise over deliver. Oh, absolutely. That's a great way to put it. Yeah, this game's really come out of Assuming nowhere. Assuming like, they don't fuck it up with microtransactions down the track. That's that's well, a huge assumption. Well, yeah, that, that that is fair. Like, we've already got... Well, man, who knows? Who knows? Um, yeah, who knows? That's a great, great, great point. Um, yeah, no, it's really good. Uh, spent my time... Like diving into that over the weekend, like like Jack said, I did a stream on the weekend where I where I played it for the first time, and surprisingly, really good characters, very wide range of characters, and if the data mine characters are anything to go by, this game's gonna have some legs for years to come. So like, there's like rumors of like Heisenberg from Breaking Bad, uh, LeBron James is supposed to be in oh. the game. There's like all these real random characters. I mean, we've already got a Game of Thrones character in the game, so really all bets are off on who they're gonna put in this thing. Um, if Warner Brothers owns it, it's probably gonna be in here. But yeah, I don't oh, know. I really liked it. Yeah, absolutely. I, I really liked it. I, I And it's so much better than it had any right to be. It has a battle pass system. It has a leveling system for each individual character. Each individual character has its own level. So, like, you can go through and power through each individual character, power them up, like, get different abilities from playing with them. You're rewarded by playing whatever character you like most more than the others, which is probably how a fighting game should be but uh yeah no it's really good the arenas were great we had access to like three arenas the bat cave the sort of like training room and like uh it looks like the mountains of themiscira but they call it something else uh yeah all in all I, I really enjoyed my time with it i thought it was really cool uh and yeah other than that other than apex that's all i've really been playing uh but yeah i really enjoyed it i think it's going to be a really good game when it drops i want to say later on in the year it's an alpha at the moment. We're going to get an open beta real soon, and then I'm, I'm sure they're going to drop it sometime. I, I, I think it's dumb for them to drop it next year. I think it's got to be sometime before the end of this year. The release date on Google just says 2022. Yeah, it'll be. I, I can see this dropping like September, October. I feel like that's a sweet spot for it. As a free-to-play game, it'll get some traction straight away. So, When's the beta? Because uh, GamesRadar is saying the release date's set for July 2022. 
I thought that's when the beta was. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I think a lot. Maybe it's yeah, one of those betas know. that'll just turn into a release after six weeks or something. I hope so. That would be perfect for it. I think it's got some traction at the moment. Some big streamers are streaming it. Some big people are talking about it. So hopefully it just happens. It just rolls out and then it's See, out. What I think is going to be really appealing for this game is like it's like Smash Brothers, which is very appealing. It's available on I think a wide range of consoles, free to play. Yep. I hope it's got cross-play. Like, there's a real opportunity here by the sounds of it because it's yeah. a well-made game, not because it's just a game coming out on all platforms, of course. Absolutely. Yeah, and I mean, like, like Warner Brothers really been killing it, I think. Um, they've got that Suicide Squad game that they've delayed. Far down the track, we've got a Harry Potter game coming out this year. We've got Gotham Knights coming out this year. We've got this Multiverses coming out this year. If all these three games hit and bang, they're going to have a killer year, and I think it's really going to like propel them forward into the next year. Like They'll be, they'll want to do more stuff like this that's experimental and weird, and, and we'll probably see more stuff from Harry Potter, more stuff from Batman, more stuff from any of those franchises that are a part of Multiverses. I think it would be really good for them if they can get out three bangers in the year of 2022 where we really aren't getting much in the way of video games because everything's getting uh, delayed when was the last game when was the last time a game was announced got a release date of October or whatever and then came out in October when you ready the- for this yeah spit in my hands rub them together Guardians of the Galaxy oh yeah good call good call announced and released when it fucking said it was and was a banger of a game and nobody played it <laughs> do, do you not like to pre-order numbers not start to climb until you have a release date or something like why like even oh. let's, take, let's take Starfield as a perfect example right I'm not mad that it was delayed if the game needs more time the game needs more time no problem with me yep but why announce a release date a year in advance I know the whole Skyrim 10 years thing of course like that was great but it didn't like it didn't work out did it you know what I mean like uh, yeah, look, they could have announced it six months before then it would have been if, if it was accurate like it would have been just as exciting Cyberpunk, man. I think it scared a lot of people. I think a lot of people took a second look at what their games after that game came out. I fucking saw today on Press Start that The Witcher 4 has officially entered pre-production, right? Yeah. You can tell that studio is like in a good place when you're announcing pre-production. <laughs> in the video game world, I know it's very common yeah. in other entertainment mediums. Um, so it fucking should. Like that game... Oh, yeah, that, that's, a, that's... Let's not get into that. Let's not get into that, man. Um, you know, you know what game comes out as regular as the tick in my watch? Call of Duty, mate. Oh, mate! Call of Duty. We're getting Modern Warfare two this year, and I, I am legitimately, genuinely fucking excited. I'm I so keen. A hundred percent agree with you. I cannot wait. I cannot wait. They have revealed just about fuck all, except it's coming out October twenty eighth. And I think they'll land it because it would have had three years in development, correct? Correct. Um, and it's coming out to PS5, PS4, Xbox Series X, S, Xbox One, and PC, according to Press Start. I think they told us a lot more than they thought they did. Well, there was a, a trailer. I didn't absorb much from it, but yep. if you did, please share. Right. So it's not the trailer that gave stuff away. It is the character posters, right? We are greeted by Task Force 141, 
So this this iteration of the Task Force, well, at least for this game, it seems, because we know t- Task Force 141 is so much bigger because we built Task Force 141 during the seasons of uh, multiplayer that was uh, a part of Modern Warfare and a part of Warzone. I did not. Okay. <laughs> uh, so basically, at the end of at the end of Modern Warfare, right, we were given the whole, I want this person, I want that person. We're going to call it Task Force 141. Basically, what they did was instead of making the sequel all about that, they were like, cool, now our multiplayer seasons, every season you will assemble a new member of Task Force 141, and the Warzone story culminated with the stopping of, I forget the name of the guy, but it's the guy they were talking about at the end of Modern Warfare. So the story that they were like sort of teasing out at the end of Modern Warfare 1, al Hadia about getting al Hadia didn't even happen. It happened in multiplayer. Like, they actually stopped Makarov. Yeah, uh, I was Macaron. keen for that story. Oh, what was his name? Zakaev. They stopped Zakaev's son in the multiplayer, which was, I think, interesting. Because I want to I go back and play Modern Warfare's campaign because it's about three and a half hours, if I remember correctly. When, I, I think I've told you on the podcast, actually, but when, you know, at the end of that game, when it pops up with, like, Modern Warfare... Yeah. I was like, damn, that's a good opening credit. Like, that's a good opening scene. And then the credits yeah. rolled. I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah, like, yeah, man. Five it's fucking a short minutes. Game. Good quality, though. I'm not here to criticize. Um, I'm, I'm keen for the second game. Uh, I hope I don't need to catch up on that Warzone war, war stuff. I don't think you will. I think this game is going to bang. I think all those leaks we got about the, the Mexican cartels and the Colombian cartels are true. The maps on the faces correlate to maps that are apparently in Mexico, according to somebody on uh, on Twitter. I thought that from the get-go. That's why I went to Twitter to find out. I'm like, what are these maps? They're like, oh, yeah, these are these are locations in Mexico. We actually have a member of Task Force 141. His name is Lieutenant, uh, Lieutenant Alejandro... Oh, Alejandro it is, is the best name. Yeah, I forget his last name. Forgive me, uh, but he's he, he was one of the character posters. He was the one with the the Mexican accent who was like did his thing. Clearly, he's going to have some sort of link between Tussle One for One and the cartels. He's probably the one that's sort of like feeding them information. Yeah, I can see this being like a whole like we got to bring down the cartels. We got to do this. We got to do that. Um, and I think I, th- I don't know. I think it's going to bang. I think it's going to work. I think I think if the the rumors are true about like. The cartel stuff seems to be true. So if the additional room is about how people are going to remember you by what you do, people are going to remember you when you kill a civilian, people are going to remember you when you do something bad, you aren't going to look like a hero if you don't act like one. I feel like if that stuff is true, this could be the biggest change to the Call of Duty formula since they added the fish AI in Call of Duty Ghosts. Hot fucking damn. I think the biggest change of the formula will be not releasing one next year. (laughs) Oh yeah, that's I look forward to that year. That just means a whole other year of content for Modern Warfare Two. Two years to breathe. I'm fucking keen. Because honestly, a new Warzone is psychologically in me. But when Cold War came out, Modern Warfare like really took a run down for me, and it shouldn't have Mm. because it was still the better game. And two years for Warzone to breathe without getting like fucked with a new fucking I don't know what Cold War did to that game, but you know what I mean. I'm all in. I'm yep. all in. I look forward to it. I look I'm forward to it. a fucking computer to run it, though. That, that I know. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, no, I, I'm excited. I'm excited. Like, it's the one of the big games coming out at the end of the year that I'm actually sort of excited for because we haven't really got that many. Apparently, another game coming out at the end of the year is God of War Ragnarok, and I'm super excited about that. But here's a segue. Do you want to know what Sony announced uh, this week? Please. Not games. Television shows. 
based oh. on some of its hottest properties. Risky business. <laughs> Real risky. So they announced a Horizon Zero Dawn TV show, a God of Ooh. War TV show, okay. and a Gran Turismo TV show. Fair enough. Um, the first two sound great. What's... Right. What's um like? Is it in in the canon of the games, or is it? Separate? We don't know. All we found out was the Horizon TV show is going to be on Netflix. The God of War TV show will be on Amazon Prime, and okay. they don't know where they're putting the Turismo show because so I don't think it's on HBO or something. That's fine. Do you want to know what I, I was thinking about this? I'm like, do you want to know to be really cool for a Gran Turismo show? What? Top Gear. Oh, that'd be better than some drama. Do you know what I mean? Like, just yeah, just yeah, just yeah. do Top Gear, but call it Gran Turismo, and then like. Be like, oh, this is one of the best cars in Gran Turismo. This is the cover car from the 2003 Gran Turismo A-Spec, blah, 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 blah. Like, uh, what made this car such a cultural icon, blah, blah, blah. We're going to go through the history of the game and the history of this car and tell you why, da, 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 you know? Like, I feel like that would be perfect for a Gran Turismo show. My thing is, if it's like a drama about racing or something... It doesn't work. (laughs) I'll need someone else to tell me it's worth watching, you know what I mean? Like, it's not something I'd try. Yeah. Um, but, you know, whatever they do, that's, that's fine. That's, I mean, I'm glad they're doing this. Like, this is three different game franchises. There's something for everyone, right? Like, that's... Yeah, absolutely. You know, there might, there'll be people that are like, oh, screw the other two, like, Gran Turismo TV show. You're like, bring that on, you know what I mean? So I, I do acknowledge that's just not for me. But um, I'm glad that the other two are on Netflix and Amazon. Like, at least they're available in Australia. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, Bend yeah, over fucking backwards to get the Halo TV show, let me tell you. Legit, legit. Uh, so yeah, this is yeah, this is another three on top of three we already knew about. So we obviously knew about Last of Us, Twisted yep. Metal, and the Ghost of Tsushima show. So on top of these three they've announced, they also said there's another ten in development. Jesus Christ, the PlayStation so, TV division's doing alright. They're all over it. They're all over TV. They're all over PC. They're all over exclusives. They're they're, they're becoming quite the powerhouse here at the moment. Isn't that um, funny that at the start of last generation, Microsoft had a huge like TV, movie, studio budget, whatever, cancelled it, started the Netflix again where you could drop some TV shows real easily. Yeah. <laughs> and now PlayStation has been making movies under, like with Sony obviously for for presumably decades it's coming through with the goods it's very fascinating it's very interesting it's very interesting uh, what I, I don't like about uh, the Halo TV show and what I don't like about The Last of Us and what I don't like about Horizon like why are they just available on the fucking PlayStation and the Xbox like why can't I just go into Game Pass and watch the fucking show like I know it's tied I know why like I know it's tied up with the companies that are making them and, and um, you know where it's Paramount for um, Halo and Netflix and all that. I understand why, but it's just, it's a shame. But then, you know, maybe it's not because if they didn't do it with Netflix who make movies and TV shows for a living, then maybe it would be garbage. I, I don't know. I don't know. I'm just com- glad. Complicated. Uh, yeah, I'm just glad the two that they announced, Netflix and Amazon, I'm already subscribed to. Yeah, that, yeah that's what I was getting at before. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's, that's, that's a plus side. Like, so... We've seen some of the last of a show. It looks like they're very much pulling from the game, but it's going to be a like sort of like how Halo's doing a retelling of the story. I think this will be also like a retelling of the story. From I think I think that's the right call. I just hope it's a little closer to the game than the Halo TV show was to the game. But I feel the like time, they know they have to. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Look, I say I hope that's what they deliver, but I'm sure they know best. And and even with the Halo TV show, like, would have I made some different decisions? Absolutely, but like, you know. It's easy to be an armchair critic. Like, yeah. Happy to, happy think, to give it a go. I think when it comes to, like, like 
we love Halo story, but I think as opposed to like when you when when you go to somebody, hey, Halo, they go, dude, back in the day, Xbox Live multiplayer, my boys, we used to do this. You go up to somebody, you say The Last of Us, they're like, oh my god, Ellie's story. Like, I feel yeah. like if they fuck that up, that's so much more of a monumental fuck up than a Halo television show doing a different canon. Because like less people were just outright invested in. Exactly. Yeah. They yeah. they need to be careful. So I feel like this is going to be really close, and they're only going to admit stuff and change stuff that they think they really need to to translate from game to TV. I wish them luck. I wouldn't be in the first one I started with. I wish them luck. Um, I just want to touch on really quickly before we move on. What do you want the Horizon show, the God of War show, and the Grism Turismo show to be? Because I have some ideas about what they could do with these shows that doesn't step on what we've gotten from these franchises and doesn't fuck them in the future. Well, I've already sort of discussed the Grand Turismo show. Like, I don't, I don't mind which direction it goes in, but Top Gear ripoff sounds great. If it's a drama, you know, I've heard good things about Ted Lasso, which is about a soccer coach or whatever. So, yeah, maybe he's going in that direction. Um, God of War, no idea. I'll, I'll let you fill in there. Um, Horizon, I don't know, like... I feel like the games do such a good job of showing us what matters. And I'm only partway through the second game, so who knows what's going to happen. That That's getting wild. But um, I don't know, man. I, it's such a long game too. Like the TV show, if it's only a, you know, only a handful of episodes, I don't know how what, what story you tell. I imagine it's going to tell the first game, but do you have any thoughts? I, I don't want them to touch the game at all. For Horizon, I think it would be so super cool if it's not not what we think at all, and it is literally we don't we, we see Aloy, but it's literally Aloy going through the diary, like the video diary of Sobek. Like it's 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 about Sobek. It's about the fall. It's about the creation of Zero Dawn. Oh, dude, that would be amazing. I think that, that would be perfect. Some of the most interesting shit. And it's, I think it's something we don't get enough of in, in, especially in Horizon Zero Dawn, we get what we need to get the story going where it is. We understand what's going on. But I found when I was looking at those like recordings and stuff like that, like I wanted to know more about that story. You know, I wanted to know more about how, yeah. how this maniacal guy created these machines. Like imagine getting to see that in a TV show and Aloy like coming to understand, like you could set it between the first two games or set it after the second game before we lead into the inevitable third being like, she needs, she, she's found this stuff on Sobek. She's found this stuff on who is essentially her, her mum. Not, but you know what I mean? Like she, she, like imagine her having a better understanding and also giving us the audience a better understanding of what, what this, what transpired in the past to give us the games that we've played in the future. I yeah. think that would be brilliant. I, I might be a dumbass, but like sometimes it's a little hard to keep up with the story in the past. Mm-hmm. And, and the second game looks like it's exploring that. Uh, uh, to a whole degree, um, dude. Yeah, no, I, I think I think a TV show. I think you could do a couple of seasons. You know, absolutely. Um, and I think you know, let's say the the TV show actually gets to the point where uh, the quote unquote apocalypse occurs. Um, I, uh, you know, especially based on some information I know from the second game, I think you can keep that TV show going in interesting directions. Like just, you know. Obviously, in the first game, we hear about how there's like these, um, like the vault, like the vaults or whatever, where people are like just living out their days. Like, I'm sure you do a season in one of those, you know what I mean? Oh, like, absolutely, yeah. I think you go in some really interesting directions. So, um, oh, dude, oh, yeah, man, you got me thinking. Yeah, I even and thought of a great name for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sweet. 
I even thought of a great name for it. Ready? Horizon Before the Dawn. (laughs) When I see these shows, my mind exploded. I'm like, I have great ideas. Like, this is going to be great. And God of War, I thought you could... Okay, so we, we know the original trilogy and we know God of War now and that we're about to get the... The second half of this, like what what we thought was a trilogy, but isn't a trilogy. I thought a show right in the middle that explains how Kratos got from Greece to Norse would be really good. Really fill in those gaps about how he went from being the Greek god of war, full of rage, to the, the Norse man hiding out, not letting anybody know he's a god. Like how he got from A to B, how he got from that to being a father again would be an interesting television show for God of War fans. Plus, then it also helps the budget. Like, you're not doing every episode Kratos is ripping a fucking troll's head off or spinning blades of chaos around, you know? It's 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 a deep character study of a man who's had his, his whole life ruled by rage and he's gotten his revenge. What happens to the guy? Do you know what I mean? We don't get to see that. Yeah. We get to see the end product of what's happened to this man. I want to know what happened in between that got him to the point of being a father again you know what i mean i know there's probably comics and stuff that exist explaining that but i want to be able to see that oh a 12 episode tv show or a, yeah or to yeah help explain it yeah yeah i think that would be a really good idea for a good award show fuck i'm i'm keen i'm keen and then, yeah, and yeah, Top Gear ripoff for Gran Turismo, I think, would work perfectly. Because then you could just blend, like, game footage and real-life cars and then have developers be like, oh, well, the reason we added this car, you know, really bring the game into it. But also, like, give people some information, some education, you know what I mean? Like, Gran Turismo traditionally isn't a fucking story-based, story-driven game. It's a racing sim, so why would you make a story-driven TV yeah. show? I mean, I think I think Forza, Forza's mantra is like you know make gamers car lovers and car lovers gamers, right? And I yep. think Forza Horizon has done the best job of that personally. Absolutely. But I I don't I know people praise Gran Turismo as the pinnacle of racing games, but I don't think Gran Turismo does a better job than Forza at that. Yeah, no. I think this TV show could really, really like help out in that department. And and mm. to be honest, that might not even be what Gran Turismo is trying to achieve. I'm, I'm yeah, yeah, like not saying I know that, but. But I reckon this TV show has a real opportunity to to bridge the two worlds, if it's sort of like what we're describing. But who knows? It might be some drama series, and it might be just as good. I, I hope so. I, I, I hope it's good. Yeah. I hope it's good for them. It would suck because I could see Twisted Metal being really good. Ghosts of Tsushima. If they just like, if they get even a drop of what was great about that game into this show, it's going to be a fucking masterpiece. So when you hear Gran Turismo TV show, you're like, ah. I knew out of the 16 there had to be a stinker. Ah, they got that one out of the gate early, and it's like, ah, it doesn't have to be a stinker. Like, it could be really cool and educational and make you... Like, imagine watching an episode about the cover car and then being like, fuck, I have that game. I'm... Yeah, I'm going to go drive that car right now. Like, that'd be a great way to get people playing the fucking game. Like, ugh... Hopefully it's not like that. Didn't they do a documentary on like a gamer becoming a race car driver or something? Yeah, they do this thing where like, that's like an actual competition that they do. I can't remember if it's Forza or or Gran Turismo, but it's like a, yeah, it's like a competition. And then the winner actually gets to drive in a real life racing event uh, sponsored by PlayStation, which is, yeah. It's cool. It's cool marketing. Yeah. Yeah. It's, um, yeah, it's cool. I, I'm pretty sure at Bathurst, um, 
in Australia, uh, Mount Panorama Racetrack. There's a Gran Turismo like street. Oh. So there's some cool marketing stuff that these games seem to do. Um, nah, it looks like uh, I googled it and got zero results that matter. So maybe it was just for the one year when Gran Turismo Five came out. There was a lot of marketing because um, Codemasters had the rights to Bathurst in video games, so yeah. no other games could could have it, even if they wanted to. And then that because they used it in like the VH Supercar games, uh, which were called uh, like Ray. Uh, fuck, they were called something else overseas. But anyway, um, it was exclusive to Codemasters, so it was in other games that they made. Like, um, is it like you know, it's like a grid race grid, like the first game. Not the latest grid, but it was in, in that, um, for example. Um, anyway, in 2013 or 2012, the license expired. So Forza in 2013 and Gran Turismo in 2013 both had both had the um, Bathurst in it. And they both went hard on the marketing. I know um, uh, Forza, they uh, Xbox entered the... They sponsored the um, a wildcard entry in the Bathurst race for the V8 Supercars. Uh, they came 10th off memory, which is quite impressive. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I think Gran Turismo named a street, but I don't know if it was permanent. Um, it's not It's not clear. But yeah, anyway. That's just a little a little deviation. Forza 5, the best Forza. Stand by that. Yeah, yeah. As you can see, I've, I've thought way too much about these TV shows uh, since I renounced um, and I apologise for that. That's exciting. <laughs> I'm guessing, like, they've just been announced. Like, they haven't started making them, right? I would say they're, like, like pre-production. I'd say I, I can't see them announcing them without having some sort of idea of what they're going to be. Um, but, yeah, I, I, these are a couple of years away at least, I'd say. Yeah, no, that's all right. <clears throat> Hopefully they get here a little quicker than the Halo TV show got here. Hopefully. It looks like Last of Us is going to get here real fast, so... What's it? Well, it's on HBO, isn't it? Yeah, it's HBO. That means yeah. on Foxtel here. I think so. Yeah. The <sighs> things we do for our games, man. The things we do for our games. Nah, I'm not giving Foxtel money. <laughs> I'll find That's another fair. way. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. Like, like anything, I'm sure it'll come out on like Blu-ray or something, and you can go to any oh. like or JB Hi-Fi and pick up a copy. Yeah, I know there's that binge service now, or whatever. So I can always do a seven-day trial, I guess. Um. All right, that's all right. Uh, six shows from PlayStation. That's good. That's good. Good range. Um, I just want to bring up. <laughs> I just want to bring up Game Pass briefly because mm. Twitter blew up. Uh, yes. A couple of days ago? Or was it yesterday? Hang on. A few, a few days, days ago. ago. Yeah. So Kotaku put up an article, and the the headline, or at least the headline on Twitter, is. Um, uh, after years of hype, the Xbox Game Pass burnout is here. And then the the byline or whatever is a drought of AAA games has spurred some to unsub from Microsoft Games on Demand servers for now. And then the article continues. <laughs> They've got some random tweets or whatever of people saying that there's no games for a while and Starfield got delayed so they get unsubscribed, which they're welcome to do, obviously. And then Xbox Game Pass on Twitter replies, <laughs> tell me you limit yourself to only AAA games without telling me to limit yourself on only AAA games. 
the original tweet has four and a half thousand likes. <laughs> Xbox's tweet has over sixty-two thousand likes. Um, Tom Warren's tweet, tweet underneath saying, "Is this what the cool kids call ratioed?" has four thousand two hundred likes, uh, and it continues. You know, Larry yeah. Herb gets involved in Exile Entertainment, gets involved. It, it, it just gets bigger and bigger. Um, it's I don't know, like, good on Xbox for their savvy marketing, jumping on that, um, which they're allowed to do. They wouldn't often do, I imagine. Uh, what, what are your thoughts about this article, man? Like, I, I've only read half of it, and, like, it's funny. Like, I agree with some of it, but I think it was a stupid article to write. Like, I think, I think you have to understand that you're in the wrong, right? Yeah, yeah. It's unnecessary, I think, to really understand why this article is moving need to sit down and actually look at what's coming to Games Pass. And what's coming to everything. Well, it's and funny, unfortunately, man. nothing's coming out for the foreseeable future until like the end of the year. Yeah, but like yesterday, there was a little bit of hype about Sniper Elite 5 because EB Games are doing some weird promotion where you like call the number and you get a free copy if you get through. We'll that's the thing. Sniper Elite 5, I would call a AAA game. Like, that's that, a AAA me, game. Me as well. And I'm like, oh, you know. Day one. Yeah, we started talking about it. And then I think you were just like, oh, it's on Game Pass. I'm like, fucking course it is like I, t- I yeah. hit the game pass button on my computer there it is hit install like it's it's finished downloading today like <laughs> what more can I ask for a game yeah. that I was like I don't know if I got the money like I don't know if I can justify this purchase it's like oh there it is absolutely like I'm I, I, I don't play a wide enough variety of games to probably take advantage of game pass to its full intent but I know that I'm not like, like I would never write down an article and be like, "Hey, um, Game Pass is shit because I don't use it all." Like, what? Here's the thing. Here's the argument I made when I was talking to somebody about this the other day. Right? I think sitting there, privileged, expecting all AAA games to be day one on Xbox, and then complaining when there aren't AAA games coming to Xbox, is so fucking stupid and and narrow-minded. Netflix does not have movies day one. Uh, Nor does Disney Plus. Yeah. They go through the cinema, then they go to digital. We have to have these games go through retail before they go to digital. Because otherwise, no money's made, or not enough money is made, the game is seen as a failure, and you don't fucking get any more. You know what I mean? Like, the reason Sniper Elite 5 is going straight to digital day one, and we should thank our lucky fucking stars people are going to get to play this game, is because it probably wouldn't have done as well as, say, God of War. You know what I mean? Like, it's a very niche game. An amazing game, a brilliant game. I love the Sniper Elite games. I'm We got to five, for fuck's sake. And I really think after the hype of this, like... Call EB Games and get a free copy <laughs> and it going straight to Games Pass. I think that's going to help it enough that we'll probably get a six, which is great. Uh, uh, good on Rebellion for keeping that series going. It's a great, it's a great different niche game. That is a AAA game that we got day one on Games Pass. That's insane. It's like, not even made by Microsoft either. Exactly. So him, this, this, man, Kyle, just calm down. This fool who wrote the article, right? got exactly what he wanted when Xbox replied. Every fucking eye on the article. Yeah. He got yeah. exactly what he wanted because all of you fucking jumped on it the second Xbox replied to it. He is sitting there 
just oh, he's he's happy man he's not getting fired anytime soon he just bought xbox to the playing field you know what i mean like he's done his job is xbox game pass burnout a thing i mean maybe i don't know if you're that person unsubscribing because there's no triple a games on the service maybe just buy your triple a games if that's all you're there for like well, if that, you that, that's what I, that's what i said like that's what i was meaning at the start i'm like i don't yeah. disagree with all the points in that article like yeah, yeah if you're if you're like looking at this big variety of games and going you know what none of them for me you know fine like there's no problem go buy your games but like you know how much is how much does it even cost a month 18 bucks right yeah plus you so get xbox live and stuff like that like so it's 216 dollars yeah let's minus out the 80 bucks for xbox live which you would need yeah so that's 136 bucks. Like that's that's one one triple A title at the moment. That's Sniper Elite Five <laughs> Deluxe Edition. Yeah, like or, or just two general new purchases, JB. You know, yeah. Like, like if if you want to buy the games, then like there's no problem with that. No problems yeah. at all. Like this is just an option, and I think I think that's the point a lot of people miss is like sometimes you have to get Netflix or you have to get Amazon Prime because the only choices between watching that show are like some sort of piracy or subscribing. That's the only two choices you got. Here you've got potentially piracy, um, depending on the type of game, uh, buying it outright or subscribing to Game Pass. Like, I don't think they're bad choices. Well, obviously we don't endorse piracy, but like, yeah, yeah. They're, not, they're not bad choices. Like, no. I don't know, man. I just... I. I just saw that article and it's just like, it just stunk of privilege. A hundred percent. Oh, dude, a hundred percent. Like, Games Pass is not there to feed you brand new games, right? It's the, it's the service that's there to sort of like put other games in your like point of view, right? The Sniper Elite, perfect example, right? You've gone out and bought Sniper Elite. Exactly. You've gone out and bought Sniper Elite, right? You're going to play that game. You're going to finish it. Ah, wait till November now for Call of Duty, right? Right. I'm going to play Sniper Elite 5 on Games Pass. I'm going to finish it. And we're like, what great Games Pass game? Oh, fuck. What's this game on Games Pass? I'm going to give that a try. That will keep me satiated until Modern Warfare 2 comes out. You know what I mean? Like, it's... Dude, it's not there to put all these brand new games, uh, in like, for you at a cheaper price. That's not what it's there for. It is a luxury, not a privilege. Like... Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know how to get my point across any more than that. If anybody disagrees, you're more than welcome to. You're not going to change my mind, but yeah, I, 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 this this whole article just reeks of how do I start a trash fire in the comments? And he got what he wanted. I still think the best feature of Game Pass is the the like I know a lot of people with Game Pass, right? Which is great. So when a game comes out on it, whether it's like something like going back and playing some Sea of Thieves or a brand new Sniper Elite, it's like, I don't got to sit there. No one's got to sit there and go, oh, you might be into Sniper Elite. Check out the trailers. Do your research. Like, let's try and get Jack involved in Sniper Elite. It's like Jack is on Game Pass. It's like, let me find some hard drive space for you, mate. You know what I mean? Yeah, like 100%. Yeah. There's no, you know, if we all want to boot up Siege and it's like, oh, you know, our mate doesn't have Siege. It's like, well, does he have Game Pass? Oh, yeah, he does. Like, he's got Siege. Yeah. Um, oh, even then, if it's like, does 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 he have Games Pass? No. Oh, well, he go spend one hundred and twenty four dollars on on Rainbow Six and get all the operators if he wants. He can spend fifteen dollars on Games Pass and get all the launch operators if he wants. Yeah, you know what I mean. Plus, like, plus that'll have Halo and Forza and a few other. Yeah, games. exactly. Like, plus, you know, a whole library of other stuff. I, I think it's just a great Xbox Game Pass, and I think PlayStation Plus Essential Deluxe, whatever's going on there, will do the same thing. I look forward it, to that. It yeah. creates a baseline. 
it creates a, a you know it's the minimum of chips at the fish and chip shop like when you go to the fish and chip shop no matter what you order you probably get a minimum of chips you know you get to have some chips yeah this this is the minimum of chips everyone on game pass everyone on xbox who's subscribed we all have this baseline like if if you know, if I'm to you like, hey, let's let's jump back to Forza Horizon. It's like, yeah, easy. Hell, if we all of a sudden want to play Farming Simulator 22 for some reason, it's fucking sitting there. Whilst I hit install on Sniper Elite 5, I saw Jurassic World Evolution 2 there. It's always piqued my interest. Not a big enough Jurassic World fan to buy it, and I've got plenty of Tycoon games I can go and play. Again, not going to buy another one. But I'm like, oh, fuck, I'll hit install on there. Yeah, 10 gig. I got that. I don't know. I, I I don't take full advantage of Game Pass. I'm probably closer to the Kotaku article writer than I am to the the fans that replied, and I still disagree. Yeah, I think I just I just had to get off my chest. So like, I don't know. I think I think Game Pass is a good service, and I don't know. I don't. Know, yeah, I think it's good. I think it's worth sticking around. Uh, I know a lot of people. You know, I think Ed Fries came out and said some interesting things about it. Like, there are people that are critics of it and think that it's going to do a lot of harm, but. I don't know, man. It hasn't done any harm yet. Will it? You know, I think I think the big difference, and I think the the key to its survival and the video game industry staying alive is that the games are all purchasable individually. They're not forcing anyone to get this. And that's that's wildly yeah. different to say Paramount Plus, where if you want to watch the Halo TV show, you've got to go subscribe to Paramount Plus. I don't think many people just already happen to have Paramount Plus. And if you do, what's wrong? Are you okay? Do you need a hug? I'm there for you. Let me know. Jesus. I can't think of anything more fucking grim than, than actively subscribing to Paramount Plus every month. Jesus Christ, man. Like, let me let me give you a hug. I'll hold you. <laughs> yeah. you got subscribe to that. Oh, dude, I did the second. <laughs> the second I finished that episode, it was, it was gone. <laughs> I kinda, yeah, yeah. No, I got to jump on that. I was like, I don't care how many days I've got left this month. But what if we go on? <laughs> I'll see you in a year. <laughs> yeah, that's that's fair. Not to oh, man, not to mention like the whole cloud gaming aspect of Game Pass. Yeah, man. Like all the perks. Games Pass has more positives than negatives, so I don't understand a negative article. What? Not necessarily negative a negative article, it? just like a really bad take. It's a bad take, yeah. It's a pretty privileged take. The only thing that I wish Game Pass did differently, and not so much Game Pass, more Xbox, I wish they just get rid of Xbox Live Gold. That is yeah. the sh- has become the shittest service. The free games they give away, like, no offense to those games, but just, just stop. Just stop, please. Yeah. And I don't know. Like, it just seems... I don't know how to, like, word it, but, like... I know they got a lot of server infrastructure to keep running. I know it's expensive, more expensive than ever. I'm not discounting the money they put into that. But, like, I don't know. I don't know. It just seems like the Halo servers on PC somehow run on fairy dust. You know what I mean? Like, why yeah. it cost money on the Xbox? The, I guess they don't make a lot of money on the console. But then again, Microsoft's a trillion-dollar company, so I'm not too stressed about that personally. But anyway, I'm going to stop. I'm going to stop. Uh, what else? Have we got anything else we need to talk about this week? I don't know. Is there anything else you have written down? Uh, just the PlayStation Plus subs. You said something about the pricing. Yeah, there's some. There was some issue with the price. Like apparently there was some. Some. Hang on. I'll. I'll so I don't muck it up. Give me a second. I had my screen was covering the pricing part. It just said PlayStation Plus subs, which we touched on. But yeah. Okay. Um, I bought up 
Press start because press start will get it right. Okay, so PlayStation blamed a technical error for overcharging upgraded discount of PlayStation Plus subscribers. Technical error, hey? Yeah. Due to a... <laughs> due to a te- that's my question. Due to a technical error, players in Asia who have previously purchased a PlayStation Plus membership at a discount have been incorrectly charged for their upgrade pricing. This error has been fixed and impacted players will receive a credit. We thank you for your patience. A credit. Why, why is the price they paid tied to their account? How is that even... Like, okay. Anyway, uh, glad they corrected it. Yeah. Do you think this was an accident? Yeah, if it's only in... In uh, was it Southeast Asia? Yeah, yeah. Where they launched, where they're sort of like soft launching this shit first. Oh, it's not available in Australia yet. No. Do you think that was an accident? I do, but I think they should have seen it coming. I think they should have noticed that accident before it happened. Yeah, like when it comes. We're we're getting it on June twenty second. So I'm getting it. June twenty second. Okay. Yeah. Look, when it comes to regression testing, um. thought there would have been a case for that one but anyway yeah, I, just, I think it was a mistake a mistake I, they should have seen yeah that's my question right how does this go on how does something like that go under the radar who who didn't check who didn't dot their i's and cross their t's before they click start you know what i mean and also the other reason why i know it wasn't deliberate is because like you can't sneak something like that past past gamers who live on the internet you know what i mean like you get a you get a cop something for that yeah yeah that, <laughs> yeah fair 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 but yeah, just thought that was interesting that we've seen a fuck up like that. And uh, if you live in Australia and you listen to this podcast, all nine of you, um, just keep an eye out on that one and launch it soon in Australia. Make sure you're paying the fucking price that they said it was going to be. Just yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. If you're upgrading, just have a look. It doesn't, it doesn't hurt to have a look. You know, you might save right. a few extra bobs so you don't have to get games parts. So you could just buy Sniper Elite. <laughs> um. Is it fair to say, and call me out if I'm wrong, is it fair for me to say that PlayStation, I mean, it's obvious to me that they've been forced to create these tiers of service to compete with Game Pass a little bit, but is it fair to say that even like a month from launch, they still don't give a shit about it? I mean, yeah. Like, apparently the versions of the games are the PAL versions of PS1 and stuff which are notoriously... Uh, then they have, like, issues with, like, frame rate and things like that constantly. Yes, 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 they do, um, yes. Like, the PS3 Ugh. games are missing. I understand that's complicated, but some people have, like, figured it out. You know what I mean? Like, hire them. Like, put the effort in. Um, Here's the thing, right? is not launching here, which I get. Like, that, I do get that, but, like, at the same time, it's like, this is, if it was a premium service, it would be launching in more Here's, places. Because they're playing catch-up as well. Yeah. Here's me not defending them, but also defending them. Yeah, please. No, no, right. Go for it. When we got Games Pass, and I swear if Games Pass was launching today, we would have got like a like a hype trailer. We would have got like a half an hour thing from Xbox explaining what it's going to be, what it's launching with it, and all this other stuff. Right? Xbox made Game Pass because it had to. It oh, was at absolutely. that point where it fucking needed it to opinion, stay alive. It wasn't that great on day one. It wasn't. It wasn't. It was, it was like, it's, it's, it's worked hard at being as good as it is now yeah it didn't it didn't earn a dollar off me for game pass for years i didn't subscribe till like maybe 2019 yeah fair playstation don't need this no no they don't i don't think they're gonna care until all that money rolls in because everybody's wanted this 
everybody's wanted this. And, and they're going to keep the subscribers at some point. 100%. When those big bags of cash roll in and August <laughs> comes around and PlayStation's like, guys, as they walk in with their freaking X triangle square cross encrusted rings, guys, how you doing? We're up in the service, <laughs> adding more games. We hired Jeff from YouTube. He's going to fix the emulation problem. All hail the queen. And then they're going to leave. Like, yeah, cool. Awesome. Now you care about it because it's made you a ton of money. That, that's that's probably quite true. In my mind, it was more just like they've seen what a good service looks like. Just replicate the fuck out of it. You know what I mean? Like, don't, yeah. don't do 70% of it. I mean, here's the problem, though, right? The gaming industry is one of those industries that has that, that big issue of... We've seen it done. Why can't you do it? And the big thing that comes to mind is Nintendo. You see how online should be. Why aren't you fucking doing it? Oh, like, man. I accidentally forgot to fucking unsubscribe from that and got charged with 30 bucks the other day. Oh, no. Like, for fuck's sakes. Like, you know, if, if you boys were like, hey, let's get the Mario Golf out. Like, I'd sub straight away. Yeah. Don't get me wrong because I have to. But, like, I didn't want to sub till I had to because that thing is, like, thank fuck. And I mean this graciously, like, Jesus fucking Christ, thank fuck they did not charge $80 for that, like the other two services. Yeah. And and that's what I mean by Xbox Live Gold. It's no longer worth $80. And that's Microsoft's doing. Like, they, they created yeah. a product that's better value and not much more expensive. Like, they did it to themselves. They've made, they've made gold feel shit. And PS Plus feels crappy, but at least the games you get quite often are, you know, a new release Good. from a few months yeah. ago, like, to their credit. Yeah. Um, see, I wonder if that's going to go pear shaped now. Like, we're going to see lesser games coming to PlayStation Plus because I could just put it on the service. I think the other problem, though, is like, you know, can you put a game that's on Game Pass in the free games for gold? Do they do that? I, th- okay, I've had an idea of how they could fix that. They don't do it, but what they should do, right, is like, like, <sighs> Literally, just put like the two, two, like two games. Like, have a big game, have a couple of small games, have two games. Put them in Games Pass, right? And then that way, like, and then when those games are rotating out, just pick two of the fucking random games and make them a part of the part of that person's library. That way, you don't have to you don't have to advertise free games every month, and they look like shit compared to PlayStation Plus. If you're just pushing the nine games you're adding to Games Pass, and then eventually these two will become yours to permanently own once they're done in Games Pass, if you're still subscribed, yeah, then... like like PS Plus was no like like Games for Gold was when it very first launched. Like you kept yeah. the games or whatever. Yeah, maybe it was PlayStation Plus. Um, I completely agree, except I think there's one slightly better option, and that's like just fucking remove the program. <laughs> like even yeah, if yeah. God, even if even if Xbox Live Gold stays, just remove the free games and add another incentive, like down the price ten dollars a year or something. Like just yeah, I, I feel like you have to replace it with something because people who are just Xbox Live Gold customers, which they've allowed to be a thing still, you know, they deserve the value. Like I'm, I don't they think do. we should rip their value away, but they should replace it with something. You know, whether whether it's. Uh, every year you get a three-month trial to Game Pass or something. I don't know. Like, I'm sure there's something they could do to replace the value. Um, but the program, ugh, like, anyway, I'm just getting frustrated over nothing. It doesn't affect me at all. But I think for the people it does affect, it's it's bullshit. Yeah, absolutely. I agree. It's, it's, a, it's, a, it's lesser than it used to be. That's for damn sure. Yeah. On. Yeah. So we touch on that really quickly, and I'm glad we I'm glad I got, we got the PlayStation Plus bullshit off our chest. That's the list. The list is done. Uh, the list is done. I think we should look to the future. Mate. We should look to the future. Guys, 
It's coming up. E3, quote unquote, week is coming up. I'm still calling it E3 week. Suck my ass. Is E3 uh, it's English? No. No, it's been cancelled. It's next year. It's back back next year for what could be the last E3 ever, and I will be coming to you live from E3. You mark my words. Um, So Summer Summer Games Fest is coming up. It is coming on the 9th of June in America, so I assume that's the 10th of June here in Australia. Oh, it's first. Okay. It is first. So so I'm just going to run you down that week. We've got Summer Games Fest. Right. The very next day, we have Geeked Week, which is Netflix's Geeked Week gaming and movie thing, because Netflix has game studios now, and they're going to add games to their service. Um, we have the Tribeca Games Spotlight. That's going to fucking suck. And then was, we sorry, have... What was the one after Netflix? Uh, Tribeca Games Spotlight. Uh, I, I don't know what that is. And I'm sure my comment was squarely at the Netflix event. I at the Netflix, about the it's, it's going to be hot garbage because it's just going to be a whole bunch of like licensed gaming television shows. Although Sonic Prime looks pretty good. Are these games but streamed we'll or something? Because my TV can barely fucking load Netflix TV shows, let alone I, games. Uh, they've been talking about games now for like two years. This is the second Geeked Week, and I don't think we've seen a game from Geek Week come out yet. Oh, no, that's a lie. The Stranger Things game came out. It's like an 8-bit game that Limited Run did. Um, oh, okay. Maybe they'll run on me newer TV. Um, yeah, maybe. <laughs> and then uh, so far, the only other thing we know about, and pro- will definitely not be the last, is the Xbox Bethesda oh, Games Showcase. That where is we join be Xbox Bethesda. Yeah, man. So I will be doing... Probably a live reacts to Summer Games Festival live, maybe. Depends on where I am and what I'm doing. But, Jack, man, we have something very cool to announce and let people know. Do you want to let the fine people know what we're doing for the Xbox Bethesda Game Showcase? We will not be live reacting, unfortunately. But we will be attending the FanFest event in Melbourne, which is quite exciting. Very exciting. We'll be watching at Fortress, which will be cool. I'm really I'm all buzzed. I'm all buzzed about it. Ready to go. So pumped. No, this is going to be awesome. It's like, it goes from like three, I think the whole event goes from like 3 a.m. to 7 a.m. So your boys are probably going to be pretty tired after that, but I'm sure we'll be like tweeting and, and taking and, the Tuesday off work. Just, just mate, sure. mate, I love it. I love it. I love it. Oh, good call. Great call. Uh, yeah, I'm very excited well, about it. Can't wait to be there. you sleep for a 3 a.m. event? Do you sleep before or after or just not at all? You know what I mean? I, okay. So here's what I do. I don't. Yep. Because I feel like that's when I get most buzzed. You know what I mean? Like I'm grumpy if I'm waking up at midnight, get up, have a that's shower, I mean. and all that like sort of stuff. It's gonna, yeah. Like I'm gonna have to go to sleep at like ten, and I'm not gonna be able to sleep. Oh, dude, I, I I never sleep before these things, man. Like I'm notorious. You can ask my wife. I didn't sleep before a three. Any of them. I don't sleep before packs. Hey, I don't sleep, in, man. You put something in the fucking Aussie lag Discord this morning at four fifty six a.m. I'm pretty sure. So. Yeah, I was excited for Obi Wan. <laughs> I wasn't sleeping, and I was watching all the Star Wars celebration stuff. Four fifty nine a.m. Yeah, I was very excited for Obi Wan and. This is going to shock everybody. It's even worse for video games. Video games get me way harder than movies and TVs do. So you can... Ex- oh, I'm so excited for this stuff, man. But yeah, we get, like depending on where I am, because I might already be in Melbourne at this point. I'm not 100% sure. I'll probably be doing a live reaction to Summer Games Fest. If not, I will probably do some sort of video about it in Melbourne or, or something like that. Probably do the same thing with the Xbox and Bethesda Games Showcase if I can find the time to do it. It's pro- pro- going to be a very busy week all in all, but I will have content somewhere for this stuff. And uh, next week on the podcast and probably on the YouTubes, 
It's prediction time, ladies and gentlemen. We're going to give our Summer Games Fest and Xbox Bethesda Games Showcase predictions. I love doing prediction videos. I don't know if I'm going to do, like, the the normal layout is, like, you know, Ubisoft, Bethesda, Xbox, PlayStation. I don't know. I think I'm just going to do these prediction videos this year as these events are announced because Keeley did say traditional sort of like showcases that we would normally see, like I'm assuming like Square Enix and stuff like that, are just going to show up at these bigger shows this year. So I think okay. predictions are going to be pretty wild. I think they're going to be pretty freaking wild. And I, and I look forward to next week's uh, podcast and, of course, next week's um, uh, plethora of videos as we come into Summer Games Fest 2022. Um, and, yeah, and I'm sure at the end of it, We'll have a great old conversation about it. Yeah, dude, it's like, I can't believe it's here. Like, it's just here. Um, It's crazy. When when do you go home after the Xbox one? Uh, I don't know. Hang on. I have the dates written down, but I'm in Melbourne for a week, and I'm pretty sure I'm... Well, what what I was getting at is, um, you know, we'll try and do an earlier episode of the podcast if it suits, but otherwise, definitely that Friday we'll... We'll, uh, Absolutely, we'll, be, we'll yeah. definitely be on top of it. We'll definitely be on top of it. Yeah, so I'm, uh, just a little, a little teaser of what's coming up uh, for Aussie Lag in the teased. next couple of weeks, mate. Oh man, I can't all wait. Uh, but yeah, that's going to do it from us this week, guys. We hope you enjoyed. We're back to a sort of normal podcast this week. You know, we've been doing a lot of, I don't know, it's been, it's been, it's been up and down since the new year started with podcasts. But we're back. We're sexy. We're hot to the trot. And we're coming up on. Jack, are we, are we coming up on nearly two years of this podcast? Yeah, absolutely. It was the 6th of June, I think, the first episode. Yeah, 6th of June, 2020. Holy fuck. All right. Yeah, okay, cool. Yeah, well, look forward to the rest of the year, I guess, man. That flew, man. That flew. Um, yeah, guys, thank you so much for listening. As always, we love you all to pieces okay we love you all to pieces make sure to go check out aussielag.com for all the stuff we're doing check out some of the articles over there join the discord if you want to keep this conversation going you'll find a link for that over on the website and or over on the youtube aussie lag over on youtube just type it in the search bar you will find me that's gonna do it for for us this week beautiful people i have been kyle your sexy gracious good looking gaming god of a host and i've been joined by jack just just a god man he's just a god we love you Until next time, I hope you guys are good ones, and we'll see you guys next week. Bye, everybody. Bye.